section five of the national geographic magazine volume nine november eighteen ninety eight this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. read by betty b geographic literature the louisiana purchase and our title west of the rocky mountains with a review of annexation by the united states by binger hermann commissioner of the general land office washington 1898 small quarto pages 1 through 87 with several maps and portraits in this work just issued from the government printing office the united states general land office takes a new departure and falls into line with those federal bureaus which aim to advance knowledge in connection with their administrative work hitherto the more important publications of the general land office have been limited to maps maps of the land survey states on separate sheets and a general map of the united states on a scale of about forty miles to the inch some months since a new edition of this general map was issued showing in addition to the general and special cartographic features with which the land office is directly concerned the political structure of the united states i e the original territory together with the several territorial acquisitions on this map the louisiana purchase and oregon territory were combined as a single acquisition now comes commissioner hermann with the correction of this error supported by original documents and maps and with a full recital of the historical events connected with the purchase of louisiana territory from france and with the discovery and settlement of oregon incidentally he addresses himself to current issues at least between the lines by taking up the general discussion of territorial acquisition in the history of the united states and showing the consequent benefits to the nation referring to the cost of the enormous territorial acquisition quadrupling the original area of the country he says the grand total of the sums paid for our foreign acquisitions amounts to fifty two million two hundred thousand dollars a sum less than the value of one year's output of montana's minerals of minnesota's annual wheat yield or of the cattle and hay product of california for one year page seventy then he proceeds to analyze the early objections to annexation to inquire into the constitutionality of annexation to forecast our future destiny and to extol the wisdom displayed by our statesmen in the acquisition of the sandwich islands leaving for his last word a forcible plea for the construction of the nicaragua canal the book is timely valuable and an occasion for congratulating the land office on this new display of interest in public affairs w j m the state elements of historical and practical politics by woodrow wilson phd lld professor of jurisprudence and politics in princeton university revised edition boston d c heath and company eighteen ninety eight octavo pages roman numeral thirty five six hundred fifty six this work issued in eighteen eighty nine several times reprinted now revised presents an outline of government 
from primitive forms to typical states ancient greek states and rome present france germany switzerland austria hungary sweden norway great britain and the united states by rearrangement elas a region precedes sparta and athens changes in the text upon rome france germany or great britain involve more space than those relating to the united states to which immediate interest and limited space mainly restrict these notes the work includes three topics regarding which confusion often exists in textbooks of geography history and government one session of territory two towns or township three cities one the difference between session of jurisdiction and giving title in fee is clearly recognized in this work but absolute accuracy is not maintained in particulars after stating section twelve sixty six that maryland and virginia granted territorial jurisdiction for a seat of national government and that the government buys sites for arsenals dockyards forts and lighthouses receiving from states exclusive jurisdiction to lapse when the public use of the property ceases section twelve sixty nine the author says section twelve seventy two the post offices federal court chambers custom houses and other like buildings erected and owned by the general government in various parts of the country are held by the government upon the ordinary principles of ownership just as they might be held by a private corporation their sites are not separate federal territory the constitution of the united states says the congress shall have power to exercise exclusive legislation in all cases whatsoever over such district as may become the seat of the government and to exercise like authority over all places purchased by the consent of the state in which the same shall be for the erection of forts magazines arsenals dockyards and other needful buildings article one section eight clause seventeen the united states statutes prescribe that no money shall be expended upon any site or land purchased by the united states for any public building of any kind whatever until the written opinion of the attorney general shall be had in favor of the validity of the title nor until the consent of the legislature of the state in which the land or site may be to such purchase has been given u s revised statute eighteen seventy eight section three fifty five the laws of massachusetts provide that the united states with the acquirement of a title in fee shall have jurisdiction over any tracts of land within the commonwealth which may be necessary for the erection of marine hospitals customs offices post offices life-saving stations but the commonwealth shall retain concurrent jurisdiction so far that all civil and criminal processes issuing under authority of the commonwealth may be executed thereon public statute massachusetts eighteen eighty two chapter one sections three four the following property shall be exempted from taxation first the property of the united states idem chapter eleven section five such acts vary in detail but even uniform exemption from taxation distinguishes the federal title 
from the title of a private corporation two there are in the united states one towns a bodies corporate of a grade below cities b rural bodies with democratic control of certain local affairs sometimes including schools two townships a the towns last defined under another name b bodies for school administration only c congressional townships simply areas of thirty-six square miles laid out by government surveyors often the basis for school townships two forms of local government are technically county government township organization usually one form prevails throughout a state illinois and missouri however originally under county government authorized counties desiring it to adopt township organization and both forms are found in each of these states at least each was laid off in congressional townships in which the sixteenth or school sections were for the township the school township prevails throughout both states and yet not of course in louisiana with a like survey and a like land grant there is no corporate township that state recognizing a township only as a peopled area with the title to the school section has acted as trustee and keeps accounts with congressional townships in distributing revenue from the land to schools therein the grant was not uniformly to a township section twelve fifty five but in a township sometimes to the stage as in florida and in kansas where a corporate school township has not grown from the congressional township a congressional township a school township or town and a civil town or township may occupy the same area at the same time and a city corporation may be coincident upon more or less of the same area the greatest variety of civil bodies corporate can probably be found in illinois or missouri especially with the early charters still valid the student of the state will have occasion to supplement its explanations as indeed the author suggests three this edition is apparently the first textbook to recognize the independence of residence in certain cities from county taxes and county control the student may advantageously look for kindred cases in arranging the functions of boston and suffolk county some of which are interchangeable it is provided that chelsea revere and winthrop shall not be taxed for county purposes public statute massachusetts eighteen eighty two chapter eleven section forty seven in kentucky in counties containing cities maintaining a separate schools a county superintendent and the voters who elect him must reside in that part of the county outside the cities there is no complete and general municipal incorporations act in any of our states the largest towns are left to depend for their incorporation upon special acts of legislation the state section twelve forty five one constitution at least illinois eighteen seventy article four section twenty two prohibits local or special laws for incorporating cities towns or villages or changing or amending their charters and communities of any size can act under laws harmonious with it the discussion of national citizenship and state citizenship does not seem wholly consistent 
some day an inhabitant who has legally voted in one state for a representative in congress and has been denied the right so to vote in the state to which he has removed may secure a decision from the supreme court that will warrant positive assertions till then the author may well say a very considerable amount of obscurity it must be admitted surrounds the question of citizenship it has become extremely difficult to draw any clear line between citizens and aliens section eleven twenty one while the diversity of our marriage and divorce laws is demoralizing it is not quite clear how it may be possible for a man to have different wives or a woman different husbands in several states at one time section eleven ten except as a criminal the superintendent of public documents is now under the public printer not under the secretary of the interior section thirteen forty eight this edition is neater than the first the paragraphing is better the reference lists are made alphabetical pages one hundred sixty one hundred sixty one accepted the book has no rival for its particular place in the class or in the library james h blodgett end of section five